welcome to my crazy artist life podcast, where we lift the lid and take an honest look at all things art, creativity, and business. From growing as an artist, improving your art practice, the ups and downs of being creative, as well as crafting a strong business that is enjoyable and it also nourishes the soul. Join us as we take a deep dive into what life is like as an artist in my crazy artist life. Hi Kat, how are you? Hey Lisa, I'm doing really good. How are you? Yeah, good this week. It's the last week of school, so we're counting down to the holidays and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to a break actually. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, school holidays. I kind of, this is, I don't know, it's a bittersweet thing for me because, <laughs> you know, I love having the kids home and having that break, not having to make school lunches in the morning. It's I a give and take, isn't it? million, yeah. <laughs> and it's just they become a bit rowdy after a few days and they get do. bored and it's hard to keep them occupied. Yeah, so that's the downside <laughs> of the school holidays, constantly having to think of things for them to do. I know. I'm trying to book my holidays out pretty solid so that there's no board days in between. So we'll see. I'll, I'll get back to you, everybody, and tell you how I went. <laughs> <laughs> you are good. I'm going to have to get some tips off you. <laughs> <laughs> well, for our listeners, um, we've actually got a bit of a, a special episode today. This is a follow-on from last week's episode, which is episode 16, where uh, I talked about putting plans in place for building and, and hitting goals and setting goals and things like that. And we had a great question from a listener, which was, how do you plan around injury? And it's a really good topic because these are the things that happen in life that do really take you away from your business. They take you, um, you know, out of the picture for a little bit. It could be having a baby. It could be getting a diagnosis. It could be dealing with um, something like a surgery or, or you know, an or accident. A family member. A yeah, family, family member, member or an accident. Becoming sick. Yeah, exactly. So definitely these things do impact business. So today we are going to talk about that, but I highly recommend you go back and listen to last week's episode before you do this one so that you can see in context how we're talking about today. Yes. Kat, yes. have you ever dealt with, um, I know you've had babies where you put um, your business on hold for babies, but have you ever had to deal with injury? Not so much an injury. I have been sick here and there with the flu and that kind of gets you out for a few weeks or days, weeks for me, but days for others. I don't know why. <laughs> when you have kids, your immune system just goes out the window and because the kids were sick as well, it's just constantly getting up at night and that really tiredness just gets your immune system down and then it you're does. tired and then more sick and then more tired and, and it's just a never-ending cycle. And when you're tired and sick, you just don't really want to sit down and do work. And yeah, it was just really hard for me to push myself because I still had deadlines. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't um, disappear on you because you're sick. I mean, people are really um lovely and kind and they do sometimes especially if you're doing commissions people are understanding but when it comes to like online gallery auctions or certain events that are happening that you can't really move because people depend on you um 
that's when you kind of like, okay, I got to do this. It doesn't matter how sick I am. Just yeah. go sit down and do it. Yeah. So You've got some pretty hard deadlines as well that you cannot negotiate. And I think that's one yeah. of the things is you've got to work out what deadlines you can negotiate with and what deadlines you just got to do. Exactly. You just got to prioritize and see which ones you could kind of budge a bit and yeah, see what works for you. Otherwise you, you'll get even more run down if you keep pushing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, my life has been all about this the last 12 weeks specifically because my husband had quite significant surgery in July and he was in hospital for a long period of time and required quite a large amount of support. So even though I was not injured, my whole time got rearranged to become carer for my husband with his surgery. And so I actually felt this quite big in my business. There was there was weeks there where I literally did not get very much done in the business other than doing the podcast and maybe a quick painting here and there and a few social media posts. Um, one of the things that I learned years ago from one of my business coaches was about uh, planning for, well, originally I was planning for babies and maternity leave. And one of the things that she taught me was to, Make sure that financially you've got that buffer in your business bank account so that if you do have to take extended time away from your business for whatever reason, you've got 10 or 15 weeks worth of money in your bank account to be able to keep contributing to your household income uh, while you take time out. And that's a pretty big goal. Like that could end up being quite a lot of money, but it's worthwhile working your way up to that because it takes that pressure off having to turn money over uh, when you're stressed and tired or injured, you know, things like that. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And if you have some sort of a backup system, like I guess you've got to kind of um, plan for this, even though it may never happen, you've still got to plan. Like you said, you've got to put that 10 to 15 weeks budget aside yep. just in case and plan for having a backup system like, I don't know, have a design for a whole set of um, gift cards or whatnot. Yeah. And, um, or, you know, alternative prints that you don't usually do that you can use to have some sort of money coming in and not a lot of effort. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at your income streams really important. Um, let's say, for example, you had an injury that was or a diagnosis that was going to really take you away from your business for a significant period of time. You'd want to look at your income strategy and where you're getting the bulk of your income. Doing things like prints is a really great way of making money with little effort and things like um, uh, workshops and even online courses. You can do them from home. You don't need to be out and about and it takes that physicalness away from painting because painting, even though um it's it's like an art thing it's actually quite physical you know lifting heavy canvases moving your arms and your body in a way um all the time framing i know is very hard on your body if you're doing a lot of framing yeah yeah definitely because you had to um you sometimes you don't have the equipment to do certain things but you really want to try it out and um I think we've talked about this before, how, well, we're renovating. So we've got every tool from from Bunnings here, which is our... You're um, very well equipped. 
yeah, we're very well equipped. We've got all sorts of cutting equipment. So my darling Lisa came over and we cut, cut a whole lot of wood with our drop saw. Yeah. Um, otherwise, that would have been really painful on her. Well, the reason I did come over was because I was actually starting to get inflammation in my elbow. That's my, yeah. on my painting hand because I was doing it manually and I'm like, I can't keep doing this. I have got to change what I'm doing so that I don't injure my body. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or find um, places that can assist you and have the right tools that that will make your life a bit easier and maybe even make things go a bit faster rather than um, going and injuring yourself by using manual tools. I mean, sometimes it can be fun yep. to go manual and it will take a whole <laughs> lot longer. It does. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you don't have that time or you don't want to injure yourself. So injury prevention is really important. And I know yeah. you have a couple of points on this. Yeah, also. injury prevention is things like, um, well, I mean, from the state of what you can control, because there's always things in life that you can't control, for example, car accidents and things like that. But injury prevention is doing things like taking care of your back you know, setting up your, your workplace really well, making sure that you listen to your body. If your hands do start getting really sore, making sure you take time out and let them heal before you put pressure on them again. Things like watching for your shoulders and your back. I know artists tend to get quite a lot of problems with their shoulders and their hands. So just being really gentle on your hands and your shoulders. Uh, even doing things like, um, you know, physiotherapy, um, um chiropractic work regular exercise and just general care of your body but um, the other thing that's probably good to watch out for would be um, just get some income protection insurance for something that's a little bit more serious because um, you know there are things in life that you can't control um, having yes, that that's right income protection insurance would be excellent at just covering yourself because if you're working for yourself of course there's no work cover workers yeah and there's no workers compensation so that's yeah, yeah that's a downside but yeah if downside. you if you put in the provision for income protection then you've got yourself covered I mean it may be a hundred or so dollars a year but it's better than not having it and get getting out of work and then you're mm. you're screwed yeah yeah so um I know that you're covered when you're pregnant and you want to take maternity leave they yes. in Australia they do give you paid parental leave as a um, business owner sole trader yes um, that's but yeah other than that yeah that's really good other than that like I haven't actually had to because um, at the time when my boys arrived I wasn't really running my art business as an art business it was more of a hobby yeah um, so it's really in the last five years after they were born. So I was, I never really benefited out of that paid parental leave. Well, that's it. where you having a, <laughs> a, um, ABN number registered with the ATO can actually come in handy with some things like that, because you can take advantage of, you know, paid parental leave when you do have babies. Um, definitely. For those definitely. of you who want to take maternity leave. And I've, I've done that with my kids and it's been actually really nice to take time off because yeah. in my first two kids I actually didn't take time off work I worked through oh my gosh you are <laughs> no I've I was... taken I, I haven't really been back in the office since my kids were born so yeah I don't know how you did it how yeah did I don't know how I did it either obviously <laughs> sleep deprived and I had to spell check every email of course <laughs> oh my goodness you're really amazing crazy. <laughs> Um, so you had some really good finds on artists that worked 
during their injuries. There was yeah. one I, I I know of, Frida Kahlo. She is incredible and very well respected um, in the arts community, considering she was injured and painted in her bed with like a brace. Significant injury, and she is a really celebrated artist. So I don't think having an injury should discredit you from having an art career or an illness. I think it's a great um, opportunity just to adjust what you do. But yeah, she's such an inspiration. She had the the canvases mounted above her bed, didn't she? So that she almost yeah, painted up pictures. Up. Yeah. yeah, she basically was lying in bed with the canvases attached to her. And I've seen pictures of her in that position. It's just so inspirational. You just it's like, great. if she can do that, anyone can paint. There's no excuse. Yeah. And there are artists who have who are paraplegic. Yeah, who, who paint with their mouths. Oh my gosh, wow. Like, honestly. And because we were talking about this topic, I actually had a dream last night that I left my <laughs> right arm. And that was, I woke up in a sweat going, oh my gosh, that would be horrific. So I am so grateful. Like, just trying to learn how to uh, draw and paint with my left hand in my dream I was screaming (laughs) that was just a dream it was terrifying (laughs) so let's not do this topic again because clearly it's having an effect (laughs) on my anxiety oh my gosh (laughs) Uh, so I've got two more examples of some really inspirational artists who paint with injuries one is an American artist called Carrie Schmidt that's um, C-A-R-R-I-E-S-C-H-M-I-T-T. She's very inspirational. She was diagnosed with a life-threatening allergy to heat a couple of years ago, and which meant that she couldn't let her body um, heat up with temperature, even with exercise would be dangerous for her. So she has adjusted her painting to be very slow, which means her paintings are stunning because every brushstroke is really purposeful and there's just stunning work. Uh, the other one that you can take a look at is a guy by the name of Scott Mealy who had a traumatic head injury at the age of 40. And he's actually, after his traumatic head injury, started painting and is doing like exceptionally good paintings. The other um, artist that I wanted to talk about was the Australian artist Susan Nethercote. Uh, a couple of years ago, she had, maybe last year, she had a double soldier. Um, I'm sure this is correct, but double shoulder surgery on her shoulders. And she paints very large paintings on a regular basis. And she she had like really huge canvases. And she actually changed her whole painting style to have all of her paintings flat on tables for a period of time. And I I think she actually changed her scale as well. She painted smaller so that her arm wasn't reaching as long while she was recovering from surgery. I know she kind of toggles between big paintings and she's got her smaller painting styles as well. They're really beautiful. But I can't imagine going from an upright position that you're used to to a flat. I actually mostly, like when I paint big canvases, they are upright. But sometimes I find that really hard on my shoulders, Mm -hmm. like you said. I don't know how she would have even done it with a bit of shoulder pain because I don't have shoulder problems. No. Working upright is so much strain on your shoulders. You really feel it after like 10, 15 minutes. And I kind of take a lot of breaks when I paint yeah. on my big canvases. And that's probably yeah, taking my, breaks is a good one. Yeah. 
Yeah, you really need to. Otherwise, that could cause injury if you continue or you'll be really sore and that could take you out a few more days than you want. So just constant breaks is definitely, yeah, something you need to do. Yeah. Those big canvases, even small ones um, with your wrists and your hands. Yeah, stretching. It, it does. You know the yeah, hand stretches stretching. that you can do that, that, that really stretch out your hands and your ligaments? I found yeah. they're really good. And I do regular Pilates with my beautiful Pilates teacher and she often does specific work on my back and my shoulders and stretching out my shoulders because she knows that I get really tight, especially if I'm doing a lot of portraiture where I'm like leaning and hunching over and really doing the work with that. She does a lot of work on my shoulders, which is really good, yeah. Yeah. If you're doing detail work, you tend to tense up a bit. It gets you you a bit. Well, for me anyway, um, I get quite... Um, stressed about the little details or at the end of the paintings when you start doing the last bits you kind of get a bit tense and stressed because if you ruin it at that stage you're just like I've spent so many hours on this and if I mess it up I have to start again so you do get tensed up and that kind of brings about a little bit of pain here and there you don't notice it at the time because you're so delved into your details and painting you'll notice it like the next morning and you're like, oh, why do I feel this pain? <laughs> you don't realize it. But yeah, that's that's what it is. I've over time I've noticed it happen when I get to the end of my paintings. I'm yeah. Like, oh, my shoulder hurts or my arms hurt. Yeah, they <laughs> oh, do. My, my abs hurt. <laughs> your abs hurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not breathing. No. <laughs> I think things like um, regular yoga or Pilates and walking and just general taking care of your body is so important because I mean we want to do this as a career until we retire like I want to um so you want to take care of your body so that you know that your body is going to you know last a difference and if you do have inflammation take you know things like your you know the the pharmaceutical stuff that helps anti-inflammation yeah, anti-inflammatory tablets and, tablets and yeah. nutrition and make sure you just focus on those um the other thing that you can work on if you know that you've got a break coming up in your business due to a surgery or a baby or a, you know something that's been planned you can really work ahead with your social media and plan your social media all the way forward with apps like um, Planoli and um, later you can schedule all of your posts in advance which means according to your audience they might not even know that you are absent from your business i know a lot of artists do this where they take annual leave they continue to post all the time but they're actually like in mexico or something like that holidaying no (laughs) here's my studio and then they have this random stories post where they're in mexico and you're like and you're like "Eh." hang on a minute (laughs) you in your studio two seconds ago (laughs) yeah that's actually a very good point and um i think it's very I don't know. Some people think it's important to let your clients or your audience know that you're you're unwell or you're going into surgery, just so they can be a bit more lenient with yeah. it, expecting you to give them a product, so that you know you can delay it a bit. And they don't. A have lot of people are very good with that, especially if they if you are open and say, "I just want to let you know that I'm dealing with X issue at the moment." I am taking a little bit of time out to look after my health and I should be back on. And I just want to let you know that you are my maximum priority and that as soon as yeah. I'm back, you will be absolutely first in line to get looked after. And, I mean, 
I've been doing business for years and 99% of people are so fine. Like so, so fine. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, yeah, quite an understanding and they are, yeah. they are. And, and sympathetic, you know, they really are. I had one with, when my husband was in hospital, I had a lady from a printer who was harassing me about a print job. And the moment I told her that my husband was in hospital from a surgery, she just backed all the way off. She, you know, let go of the pressure. She said, that's fine. Just let me know when you get home and I can help you with anything you need. You know, so it's yeah. really important to just be transparent. Be honest. Yeah, and honest. Yeah, exactly. And uh, people become a bit more trusting in, in that sense um, and more understanding. Like if you didn't tell them, they'd be like, oh, this lady. She's so lazy. What is she doing? She's... Is she on holidays or something <laughs> enjoying a pina yeah. colada on the beach? Yeah. And especially if you can't get back to people in a timely manner, like say, for example, if you're not returning phone calls as quickly because of um, whatever's going on or back in emails, just let them know what is going on in your world and they will be understanding. They really will. Exactly. And I think if you um, share it with your friends and family as well, it's quite important because they might lend lend a helping hand and maybe come and help you with um, taking stuff to the post office or... Um, yes packing support getting support yeah I think that so important even cooking your meal for your family like for your parent for your children or for you even because you don't have time to do that because you've got to take care of your children and your business and your husband in your case and yeah it's just it's a lot to take on and on top of your your business you have to do all this it's really stressful and having that um support is really important for your mental health as well. Oh, I agree. I agree. And and structuring the home life in a way that gives you space to work on your business when you're able to is, is it is really important. And setting up some strategies around looking after your household and making sure that things are taken care of so that that pressure is is not there and it does give you the space to work on your business. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you guys have anything, any tips for when, if you've had an injury yeah. and you've got a story to tell us on how you went about doing um, yeah. your business while you were out of work, if per se, um, yeah, let us know and give us a comment and um, yeah, we'd love to hear about it and how you um, fought through it. Yeah. The other thing that I wanted to say to everybody listening is just to take it easy on yourself. You know, you are dealing with a whole separate challenge and so don't expect yourself to operate at the same level that you would if you were fit and healthy. You know, go easy on yourself. Don't let your own goals and, you know, self-implied pressure get you down. You know, be gentle on yourself and, and really take that time out to care for yourself and your body and your mind and, you know, work with the professionals that are looking after you and, and really invest in your health. Yeah. And you will, get yeah, back, you will get back stronger. Definitely. If not, you'll work out a damn good hack to make your life work with painting, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's so hard these days with that extra pressure of um, the presence of you in social media. Yeah. You kind of can't help but feel pressured. Yeah, to, to have to, to be post there all every the time. day to yeah to do stuff all the time but it's not necessary because you're only going to make it 
harder for yourself and you the more stress you have the worse things get so yeah be easy on yourself and don't have such high expectations when you're ill yeah or anyone's ill around you I agree and and readjust your priorities work on what you can do and and just realize that some of those other goals that you were going to get to they'll happen in a couple of months time and that's fine exactly it's so fine yeah yeah (laughs) so fine now the other exciting announcement that we've got on our podcast is we've got a few guests lined up in the next few weeks so make sure i'm really excited yes me too it's really fun talking to um artists out there and um yeah getting to know them and yeah yeah, it's really fun I can't wait I can't wait I'm excited (laughs) too so make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you can get the notification when we have a new episode we do put episodes up every Wednesday but um yeah if you subscribe it just means that you'll always get the notification to come out but yeah the next couple of weeks look out we've got some interviews (laughs) all right thanks Kat thanks for listening everybody Thanks, Lisa. Lovely to chat to you as always. All right. See you next week. Bye. And that's it for today's episode. We hope you thoroughly enjoyed it. Would you like to subscribe? That way you can get notifications when we bring out new episodes every week. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. And if you want to, you can leave a review. That would be fantastic. Have a great week and see you next time.